Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies. Score loads of loot and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat in between watching professional wrestling. Mayhem is available now on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Go out and get it. Rated M for Mature. 
In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. to another Raw recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Rook. I'm wearing red in honor of Raw. Joined, as always, by the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet and the editor-in-chief over there, Ryan Satin. How are you, buddy? I'm wearing white because I give up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I'm just, God. I'm great. Wow. I'm happy. I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I'm good. Uh, I'm actually... It's a good weekend this weekend. I went to bowl on Sunday. Mm. I went to a fun party on Saturday. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm refreshed. Yesterday, things are happening in the wrestling world. Yeah, saw your tweet this morning, all, or from maybe last night, but all the different things that are coming down. You're yes, like, well, no, this it's morning, a great time to be a wrestling this fan. This morning, it was announced that uh, Impact is moving to th- in, moving to Tuesdays when it goes to Access TV. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be interesting. I mean, Raw on Monday, Impact on Tuesday, AEW and NXT on Wednesday, and then SmackDown on Friday. There's also this Lumi, you know, this this, this uh, possible, this already announced Fox Sports Studio show. There's uh, mm. NXT UK. There's 205 Live. Right. There's a lot happening. There's ROH. There's MLW. There's lots of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan for sure. So Thursday is the is the night we need to aim for is what you're saying. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday night is the only night you get to see people that you love. <laughs> Other than that, You're tell them to fan. F off. Oh, my gosh. Not there it is. Strong statement. No, my girlfriend saw it too this morning, and she was like, oh, great. I'm <laughs> not going to see you all week anymore. Cool. <laughs> It's like my girlfriend is. Another podcast? Really? Uh, all right. So move on. See, I told her the same thing. You have to tell your girlfriend. You got to shift that mentality instead of like another podcast, really, to like another podcast, really? You know, like pumped yeah. about it because it's helping your career. True. Very true. Very true. It's, not, it's a good point. Uh, well, let's jump into this thing. Well, we're, we're still going to get shit from our girlfriend. Yeah, probably, let's be of course. Well, <laughs> you know, we like strong willed women. There's nothing wrong with it. Got to watch wrestling. Um, uh, Raw, this was, I thought this was a good episode. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. The last few months, Months, or the last month, rather, it's been more consistently good than occasionally bad. Yes. And so I've liked that uh, overall about Raw and certainly the way it started out with Seth Rollins and Strowman. It's a little weird of Rollins challenging Strowman or Strowman challenging Rollins to a match and then this all happening because we just had a pay-per-view with this match already happened. But, you know, you want to get the juices flowing for people as these shows are about to explode onto your TV screens that we just mentioned a few seconds ago. So what do you think this whole opening sets promo? Uh, and then Strowman coming out and blaming him for the loss of the tag team titles and then challenging him to the match. Uh, well, first, your point before this segment, I agree that things really feel a lot different than they felt 
six months ago, yeah. probably. Uh, is that probably how long ago? You'd argue yeah. three months ago. How? When was? I guess I'm probably even being long because WrestleMania was how many months ago? Uh, Let's see, April. So yeah, four, four, so four, five, four or five months ago. Four or yeah. five months ago, yeah. and then before. So and right before WrestleMania wasn't that when they came out and did the whole things are going to change. I think it was in February they did that. Yeah, was that so right? So the, yeah. so before WrestleMania. So yeah, like six months. I feel like six months ago things were in a lot different of a place. I feel like. Morale was down. You yeah. heard about how unhappy people were backstage. Yeah. People were asking for their releases. Um, you know, you had this new thing, AEW, kind of like chomping away. You know, yeah. at, 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 at the at, at, you know you know biting at WWE's feet or whatever. And 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 it was different. It, it, things were different, a lot different than they feel right now. Mm-hmm. I think that. You know, now it's six months have passed or whatever. I think actually things feel a lot better. Yeah. I think that the show, the quality, especially since this uh, executive director's thing was announced, mm-hmm. Raw's been fantastic. Yes. I, I mean, maybe one or, you know, there's, yeah, there's been occasional things, missteps, there's but things I don't like or whatever, but for right. the most part, uh, I've enjoyed what they've been doing with mm-hmm. Raw. Yep. Um, and I feel like. Um, and, and like I was saying, even behind the scenes, like you've seen some of the wrestlers who it seemed like they were unhappy. Rusev, Sasha Banks, right. Luke Harper. The Revival. The Revival. Luke, uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson. OC. Yeah. They've all returned and yeah. they're all being featured and I, I, I like it. So yeah. um happy about that. Yeah. I, I feel like with just like we said, with all these, with the, with the wrestling landscape, the way it's about to transform a little bit with the mood of Fox and returning to TNT, um, I feel like WWE now, because the last week mm-hmm. before that happens, you know, I feel like they positioned themselves really well yeah. going into it. I like everything that's happening. I'm looking forward to Fox. I'm liking the weird, the, the, the out of the box things they're doing on Raw. Um, I'm looking forward to the draft. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm not like uh, right now. I feel like there's a lot less jaded wrestling fans. Except, I mean, obviously, if you go on Twitter, you're, they'll, they'll tell you otherwise. But right. I feel like generally, people are generally pretty happy with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this segment, I liked it. You yeah. know, I mean. Um, I do think that Seth Rollins, I just think that Seth Rollins is a better heel. Yeah. I really do think Seth Rollins is better when he's cocky heel mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, cool guy face. I don't know if it necessarily fits him. Yeah. You know, I had some, a friend of mine text me last night, like, I feel like this Rollins run isn't really, like, clicking anymore. And I, I, I don't know quite how I feel about it. Mm. I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, he's done a good job of, like, beating, sure. beating people and, and being... Featured in a, in, in a good light, I think, for the most part. Um, but I think that his time as champion is coming to an end. I think it's time wow. for The Fiend to become champion and, and take things in a new direction. You're such a crazy person. Hmm? I don't want The Fiend in there as champion this quickly. But I hear what you're saying. I, I agree with you that, that it's... I think that's why Seth veers into the tweener category a lot uh, when he does his promos, when he does his challenges, even when he wrestles his matches. I mean, remember, it was the ball shot that got him the title mm-hmm. against Lesnar, so that's not, that's not a face move. So there, there, it's more of the Attitude Era vibe with him, not obviously fully, but it is there, and I think that's what helps him uh, stay with the fans, and I think that's also what may be fueling the frustration that he's not fully over, or it doesn't feel as authentic as a heel run would for Seth because when he's playing the face, you're like, eh, I don't know if you really feel the way you're talking about. Uh, I think you, I think you want to do more here and say things that are a little more vicious, but you're holding yourself back. And I do understand that right now they need like a 
uh, I want to say centerpiece, but like mm. they need sure. that. Like they need one... a masthead. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. That's a good word of it. They do. And and I and I do think that you know right now he is in that position. You can't really put a heel in that position as much. You need right. like the one guy who is like the guy. Yeah. And right now, Roman Reigns is kind of doing out, uh, not necessarily like the guy being the focus. He's kind of like. One of the top guys, but I don't know if right now that he wants to be the guy. Right. See, well, at least that's how it feels, you know, like no. they're doing other things with him so that he can, you know, go do outreach type things and, and, and fundraiser type things mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things yep. uh, to do the things that he find that he believes to be important and also for his health. So he's not just pushing himself to the max and overexerting himself to, to you know, because his health is important. Right. Yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. So I do feel like Seth. Is kind of important that's why because they've already turned to AJ, so it can't be AJ. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm tr- I've been trying to think of like who could fill that role if they were to have you know Seth go to SmackDown. I don't know. I'm. It's, oh, that's on the roster now. You mean? Yeah, that could be like the other top face. They're, they would definitely have to yeah. move someone over to be. I guess Braun. Yeah. But even then, but Braun is a tweener as well. Uh, yeah, or he's just also not quite as over as Seth Rollins. You know who's a good face and, uh, you know, and an equally good heel is uh, Ziggler. Ziggler plays both sides well. I don't know if he could fit in that spot. Though. I don't think he's in the spot, but I'm saying he's a guy that could come close to filling that spot. Yeah. But he doesn't have enough oomph behind him to get into to be in that position. Yeah. But he's a good face and he's a good heel. He's a heel now, though. So Rollins is going to be faced for a while, I think, until whatever they're going to do yeah. with The Fiend. But I know that I do, uh, the conversation is back and forth online about the possibility of The Fiend. Some people say it's too soon. Some people, A lot of people say, no, give it to him. So it's going to be fun to see what WWE ends up doing. But I want to ask you this. You clarify this. The Fiend is in line here. So what is this tournament about? Is it, gonna, is it going to be a triple threat match, or is it going to be... Because The Fiend is in line to face Seth, right? You mean the Braun stuff? Yeah, yeah. What is this all about? I don't know. I mean, that is how it looks. That Maybe they're going to put Braun in the match. Yeah, it's going to be a triple way, threat. And so that, that way, way, Seth can either lose the title without being pinned. Right. Or retain the title without The Fiend being pinned. Right. And you can build that up to another match down the road. Right. And you'd have the anger of Strowman losing to Rollins again mm-hmm. to fuel something down the road, as you were saying. So, yeah. Though I really would... Or you delay the Fiend getting the title I think they're doing longer. a good job of getting Braun Strowman back there. Yes, they have. This thing helped. Yep. And a big... Doing something crazy in the cell could be it, too. Like, honestly, if he does something wild in the cell, that people... Like, if they put him in, let's say they put him in the match, mm-hmm. and he does something wild in the cell... Like throwing Seth off the cell? Or through it or something. Mm-hmm. like, And the Fiend's in the ring, and that's how the Fiend wins the titles. Because like, Braun did something so crazy that like he knocked himself out too. Oh, yeah. But then the Fiend wins and like snakes away with the title, and then it's like being held in the funhouse. If, he, if the Firefly Funhouse has the title in the, in the background hanging with all his other different things, it's going to be... Fantastic. The fact that there's people like you who are angry at the thought of it, I think I'm even... angry. I just don't like perturbed it. Perturbed at the idea yeah, of perturbed it. is good. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that... Um, I think that's another reason why I'm into the idea even more so because I think that there are, people, there are some people like, oh, too soon, and then it's going to like fire them up even more and create even more interest in the mm. fact that he won the title. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of Braun being added to the match. So he does something crazy to get... Braun does something crazy to get himself over... But then the Fiend, it, it leads to the Fiend winning the title. And then, because Braun did, the, did this, he then has to, va- he has to get the title back. Right. It's his former mentor. Um, you know, he did the deed to do it. He didn't lose the match. Whatever. Right. All those right. kinds of things. Um, 
I, I would like to see that. I think that also I think that with Bray Wyatt, you know, behind the scenes, with Bray Wyatt and and Braun Strowman being such good friends, yeah, yeah, I believe that Braun Strowman's like the godfather of his, of, of Bray Wyatt's child and stuff. His most recent child, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, he talked about how like Bray Wyatt basically taught him everything, like mm-hmm. when he first started, like when he first got brought up, like partnered with Bray, yeah. and Bray just like taught him so much and, and showed him the ropes that uh, I, I can see them having that such they have such a good relationship like that that, that could be a feud they wanted to have and that, yeah. that does have legs to go for a little while yeah yeah I don't disagree with you there I think it's I think it's something to explore and I wonder if there'll be a reference to Bray and uh, uh, Strowman if they get into this triple threat match a moment where they kind well, of have the Wyatt family thing pop up well I'm just gonna bring it up here how far away yeah. I'm just gonna bring it up here okay, because sure. it fits into this conversation but in the Firefly yeah, Funhouse right. this was like the first time I felt like well not the first time but this was a, uh, I should, let me rephrase that mm-hmm. this was another this was another building block added to the backstory of what what brought the fiend to be brought out yeah I, I think that you know there was a part where he said something about because he talked for weeks about Something being taken from him. Right. Something being taken from him. The people in WWE all took something from him. Yeah. And now he mentioned, um, I, I want to say it was like someone he loved leaving him. Right? Isn't yeah. That, he mentioned something like yeah. that. Um, to me, this was now the first real heavy clue that the loss of the Wyatt family yeah. is what sparked the creation of The Fiend. Wow. Whatever happened in the Wyatt family leaving Bray's side. Yeah led to the fiend and i saw someone and i'm sorry to if you watch this or listen and i'm taking your thing and i don't have credit for you here i'm sorry but i saw your tweet to me and i thought it was very interesting because they brought back that thing i mentioned a few weeks ago where he talked about um the 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 man in the woods Mm -hmm. remember i told you about that thing from like 2015 where he like talked about like what sounded like the fiend an idea of how he wasn't supposed to see this this man in the woods right well in that thing abigail supposedly was protecting Bray Wyatt from the fiend, she said. Ah. Right? Like, she said, I'm protecting you from the man in the woods because the man in the woods is you, and I'm protecting you from that person. But with Abigail being burned to the ground, which we've seen on the wall the whole time, he's got that picture of Abigail being burned down. Abigail being burned to the ground and the Wyatt family leaving him, he then ventured into the woods alone and found the man inside of himself, the man in the woods, the fiend, and that's how it came about. I feel like like what's going on here is that, like, that all... Them leaving him led to the fiend. Right. And so we kind of got a building block that. So I think we are 100% going to go down that path. I actually think that it's all going to eventually... One of the people that will eventually feud with will be Randy Orton for burning down, the, Ooh, for burning down right. the thing. But down the line, I right. don't think we're quite there yet. But but I think this is all, which I love, this is all related to all the old storylines and stuff we've seen. Do we see a Matt Hardy in the woods waiting for? I mean, it'd be cool. I wouldn't be, I mean, it'd be cool. I don't know what's up with Matt Hardy right or now. Or the Fiend waiting for Matt Hardy, like Matt Hardy doing some kind of delete thing and he goes out into the woods and then the Fiend is like, as soon as he turns the corner. Because he's a legend. If they somehow work the... The, the 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 lake of reincarnation into it when he dipped into the lake of reincarnation if somehow that played a part in all of this as well I'd love it that that would be real deep though I'd love it that'd be some that'd be, I'm, us broken hearty fans would love it though <laughs> the fiend came out of the pool of the lake of reincarnation interesting, interesting. not impossible nope I'm certainly not they, they bought everything so all right so anyway that sets up the main event for later on in the match we'll see uh, night we'll see how that turns out but Vikings take on the OC Raiders here this is kind of what's happening here you got, you've got to, you 
Oh, the OC Raiders. Sorry, I the think you OC. Said the Vikings Raiders and the OC take, Raiders. Yeah. That's because uh, Vikings and Raiders played this weekend in the NFL. My apologies, guys. All right, the Viking Raiders took on the OC, <laughs> continuing this uh, feud that's been happening between these uh, these uh, uh, these four dudes. And this was a old school NWA large man throwing each other around the ring, kind of seventies. Uh, match and it was fun to see. Uh, I saw someone uh, tweet about it and said it was a hoss match, and I agree. That's what it felt like. Yeah. All you were missing was the what, 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 the lumber. Oh no, wait. What do you call that with the strap? All you missing with the strap match. That certainly felt that way. And these and that was uh, what did I say? What have I been saying for weeks? Give the Viking Raiders somebody to actually wrestle, and then we can really appreciate what they could do in the ring. Certainly, that came across here. Yeah, absolutely. And both of them. Absolutely, I think that you know. Like you, I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. We've been saying it for weeks on here. Like, okay, we got it. The, the squash matches are, are they are what they are, mm-hmm. but they needed some some meat yeah. to, to to chew on there. And this was a great example of that. I think this was fun. I'm pissed. I walked out of the room to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And when I came back in, everyone was tweeting about the OCs or Gallows and Andersons having Gallows and Anderson having new entrance music. Yeah. Was it good? I didn't hear it. I'm pissed. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was I was like, I walked in and I was like, ah, I missed it. And I'm watching it on stream, so I can't rewind. Yeah. Well, you know, if they change the, I, I feel like if they change the music, that means they've got faith in you. Like they want, they put the effort in to change the music. They see that you're going to be doing what you're doing for a little bit of time. So I, I think, because why would you waste the effort if it's, it's no point? You know, I don't mean that. With Ziggler, it's different. That's like, that's, I know you want his music to change. I don't mind it. And I think it still works for him. So they don't change, change. it. But something, but with Gallus and Anderson, and you have to kind of let them be their own thing. And by doing that, you know, and even in this match, because uh, AJ was out there, then Cedric came out and had a whole thing with him. And so they pushed him out of the way so that we could focus on Gallison Anderson and we could focus on the Viking Raiders. And I thought that was smart. I also laughed because it's like, there's still everyone going like, oh, yeah, Cedric Alexander isn't being buried. Like, uh, of course he's being buried. Oh, yeah, like, I don't understand After that. we were talking about it last week, and then they're like, no, Cedric Alexander, he's done. He's done. And then he runs out, and he beats up AJ Styles. And AJ Styles gets no offense yes. in. Cedric Alexander beats up AJ Styles, right. and that's not burying AJ Styles. So I don't understand. This is how it works, people. This is how it works. I legitimately feel like there are people in the wrestling world who are using the term buried wrong. I've, we've discussed this. Yes, we have. Uh, and uh, this one, the whole Cedric Alexander thing is a perfect example of it. I heard them say, I heard someone say, um, to be fair, I would never call what was happening to Cedric being buried. Correct. Yeah. I know that. Um, but I've made my stance yes, known on people yes, overusing that term of buried. Um, there is someone on the show I feel like who's being buried, who mm-hmm. is being buried a little bit. Uh, but this was not; it was not Cedric Alexander. I um, I laughed because they said that. Oh, for those of you who are saying Cedric Alexander wasn't buried, that if he wins the United States title, that it's a redemption thing. Where well, they were like, no, if Cedric Alexander wins the United States title now, then it's also burying the United States title. I don't know. What? what? I was like, oh, what that are makes I, no sense. What am I? What are people saying? Sometimes yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> that made me laugh. That one, but um, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I didn't understand that one at all. Uh, but yeah, so I was happy to see Alexander Alexander yeah. here get a little comeuppance. Obviously, that's where this is going. Um, yeah, this is going to be a battle that rages for a while. Yes, and, and I like that we're seeing good faces. You know, some faces that we've wanted to see on the show. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Viking Raiders and OC get in an actual yeah. dope match against each other where they both get to show what they can do. Um, it, it, I, I, Ivar, 
Ivar, man. Oh, yeah. He, I, I, I hate that name. Okay. Handsome was such a name that rolled off the tongue mm-hmm. much better. Um, but he's got potential to be like a big deal in WWE one day. Like, I think Roe is great, too. Yeah, sure. But I honestly believe like the money is in is in Ivar one okay. day as like a legit threat to the title as a singles competitor. Like that guy can fly around, yep. do things. It's like it's really impressive the things he can do in the ring. Yeah. Um, it reminded me this weekend, not quite the same, but there's a wrestler who was in who was at Bola named uh, Caveman Ugg. Mm-hmm. And and another wrestler named Black Taurus. Ooh. Oh, I like Caveman Ugg. You can assume what his gimmick is just based on the name. Uh, Black Taurus is like a man bull, um, and so you had a ten man tag match, and on one side of the ring was Caveman Ugg, on yeah. the other side was Black Taurus, and and you, I, I said to the guy next to me, I was watching the show with, I was like, oh, I can't wait till the two of them. The, you got the caveman's got to go against the man bull, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, and so uh, they both tag in finally, and they're like against each other, and they're fighting a little bit, and then they back to the, like to separate corners, and they just start. One guy, the caveman, I think was first. He grabs one of his opponents off the apron, and he uses him as a weapon and just tosses him yeah. at Black Taurus as a, as like a wrecking ball, and it goes flying into Black Taurus. Black Taurus goes knocking back and stands up, and then. He grabs one of the other guy's opponents and throws him <laughs> as a wrecking ball at Caveman Ugg, and then they just start taking their opponents one by one and just tossing them at the other guy as, as weapons. <laughs> one of my favorite moments of the entire show, because it was just like, I had tweeted, it, was like, it's, like, it's one of those things where like, only in wrestling can you see a caveman and a man bull throwing men at each other yeah. as, the, as a weapon. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I got a little off topic there, but I love that kind of stuff. So. Right, and, and it reminded me of the Haas fight thing because I love those kind of just like big Haas fight, like mm-hmm. big dudes just beating the shit out of each other. I love it. Yeah. So this, this was definitely that. And, yeah. and, and also, it was Vic- Vikings won, yeah, right? they won. I thought it was smart to do I thought it was good to do that. Yeah, I was worried that them lo- that Agalas Anderson losing here would be, oh, my God, here they are losing again. But um, they fought a hell of a match. Yes. So they lose no... They lose nothing losing this match. And being attached to AJ right now with clearly yeah. WWE pushing behind them, yep. I don't think it matters. I don't yep. think they lose much. They're, 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 they were already losing prior. It's not like they're on some giant winning yeah, streak or true. something like that. If it, you know, so I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I agree with it as well. Uh, all right, let's move on to this uh, one of my favorite segments of the night, and that was Becky Lynch sitting down with Michael Cole. Uh, as Ryan said last week, she's on another level, and I think we both agree it's because they finally took the shackles off and let her be her again, uh, let her be the man again, and certainly in this, I love that she's saying and this is what's interesting to me and i love this angle that hasn't been played that much in any competition i want that person at their best i want that person on a winning streak i want that person at the top of their game so when i beat them it makes the victory that much more sweeter it tastes even better that your best still wasn't good enough against me yes and i love that i'm not sending you know allegedly Tanya Harding down to, to cap you in the kneecap or anything like that. I, I want you fully healthy. Let's do this thing. And there are some competitors who legitimately in real sports, nothing against WWE, in real sports, who like that, who feel that they want 
people at their best. So when they beat them, no one else can say, oh, you know, if you fought this guy or this girl, you, you know, you wouldn't be able to do it. So I, I like this kind of angle she's playing. Do you have to use allegedly with Tanya Harding still? Well, I don't know because there wasn't. It's been like decades. They yeah. made a movie about it I'm where they on, showed it happening. I'm, I'm on a show that could get sued. So but like they I made like a movie play... about it that she was involved in where it well, happened. They didn't say 100% that she was involved. They, they, they pretty implied. much said she was involved. They implied. The guy was acting on her behalf. So Yeah, right. But she, it, it, in the movie, it does not say that she initiated it or instigated or came up with it. It's okay. that she hid so you to say details. Like, you had to say, like, I'm not trying to say there should be, like, an Tanya Harding situation. Yeah. That, that's better, right? Okay. Or would you say Nancy Kerrigan oh, situation? Oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, uh, Nancy. Well, either way, I think they both work. It's Tanya Harding. Who right, it's a, it's a Tanya Harding. It's a Tanya Harding. Yeah, thing, I, yeah, I prefer Tanya anyway. No offense, Nancy. Oh, All look right. at you. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, please. Even though Tanya Harding... You give me a hard scrabble poor the, person the wrong that fought their way to the top uh, and unfortunately was, you know, unfortunately was a victim of her, of her background and environment uh, in the end over a... Pretty princess who was pushed to the top. I will take the hard With scrabble talent. fighter. You can't say she didn't have they talent. They both had talent. Yeah, but it's not like she didn't have talent. One handed handed to her, one princess fought for handed to the top. One you don't think she worked? You don't think Nancy Kerrigan worked her ass off to get there? Yeah. You think Nancy Kerrigan just skated up to a fucking facility? Sorry, damn it. You think Nancy Kerrigan <laughs> just skated up to the ice rink and just started doing spinsies and had no work done? I think spinzy is the correct term in, in I'm just going to let you go with this one. <laughs> What's it called? A triple axle? Sure. Well, she didn't That's do the triple axle. Uh, Tanya did. Double axle. Suck it. Tanya did. Tanya did the triple axle. Suck it. I'm a Tanya family. Uh, you know, to, to, to the point you're making, I agree. I yeah. love when competition is elevating each other. Yeah. I think that that's why people are so pumped on Wednesday night right now. Yeah, and true. hoping that, that it leads to um, a, 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 comp- a competitive battle between these two companies leads to um, an, uh, uh, an upswing in viewership like for everybody. Yeah. Uh, similar with that and mixed in with Fox, uh, you know, WB moving to Fox. Yeah. I think people are hoping that all of these things create even more eyes on the product. Um, but yeah. yes, you're right. I mean, it does. And and so, um, I mean, I even, you know, I was talking to Dorian here in here the other day who he's been watching all these classic films that he's never yeah, yeah. seen. And I did the same thing one summer. I went and like looked back at just like every classic movie I'd never watched on DVD. Uh, I tried to at least. And my favorite thing about the 70s was that it was all these directors who we all love now yeah, still yeah, to yeah. this day. But there was like this time period where they all just wanted to make a better movie than the other one. And oh, they yeah. didn't want the other one to make a worse movie. Right. They wanted them to make a dope movie yeah, so that yeah. they could be like, hell yeah, I'm going to make an even doper movie right. than that one. And that whole time period was probably the best time in cinema. Yeah. Like, those movies that they were all making at that time period were so influential to what entertainment industry became and the movie business became yep. and stuff that, like, now it's it's budgets and it's more of, like, studio versus studio and who can yeah. schedule days better and who can has a better machine behind them. But, 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 but that time, it was so much more raw and just, like, mm. directors yep. going against directors, Top you know? Hat. Yeah, top that. Yeah. Top that. And so I, that's why I love stuff like this, too. I'm the same way. I love when there's two people going against the, the top of their game. It's yeah. why I'm so excited for Sasha versus Becky right now. Because yeah. I think it's, you know, that Hell in a Cell match, I feel like it's going to kill it. They're both, they're, they're, they're coming to bring their A game. And so I like the way they've been building up yeah. the feud. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, is, what's, is the match next? No, no, I'll wait for it. But, right. uh, but yeah, no, I, I loved it, and you're right. I, mm-hmm. I, I like that that's the angle they're going with this one. Because sometimes they'll do, like, the whole dream match thing, and mm-hmm. I don't like that as much. But I like when the good guy is like, 
no, no, I want that bad guy yeah. to be on my level right? so that I can be, show them who's better. I love that. I, I just love, love that she said, I want to make history and I can't do it by myself. Love that. So people need to step the F up and come to me so that I can make my name and be pushed even harder to be even better. I respect that. Totally. It's why I like the Kofi Kingston Brock Lesnar thing. Yeah, it's, the same, yeah. it's the exact same mentality of like, yeah, I do want to fight you. I do want to wrestle you. Yeah. Because in order to make my legacy up with ever, you know, on that same level, this is what I have to do. You yeah, know? And yeah. so I, lo- I love that mentality. So, yeah, I like, and I like these sit-downs of Michael yeah, Cole. they're working. He does good. He, I, he always does good, I feel like, in the sit-down environment. I don't disagree with yeah. you. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. All right, let's move on uh, to, my God, there's been an EC3 sighting on Raw. He took on Rusev here. Uh, this whole thing about the Canellas baby came. Uh, but I just was happy to see Rusev again. I was happy to see EC3 again. What did you think of the match? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. It's funny how there was like I like the we La- we want Lana chant yeah. during the match, <laughs> um, and, the, and the fact that it pointed out on commentary makes me think it's definitely something they're gonna it's, yeah it's gonna be factored into all of this. Um, I feel like Rusev being involved in the baby stuff is just a distraction until mm-hmm. Lana comes back to and they're they're reunited and and they're at full B- Bulgarian strength or whatever yeah full Bulgarian Russian strength. Um, Rusev. <laughs> the match wasn't bad. I'm bummed. I I I was hoping we were going to see Mori Povich on the show last uh, night because <laughs> he posted a video where he's saying he wants to help Maria with her baby drama and let oh, her know who the daddy on. is. No. Yes. It's over. What's over? This whole storyline needs to be over. No. Definitely. So many people agree with me online. So many people so don't many agree with you too, though. That's a big deal. I don't listen to those people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about everyone on your case this weekend about MAGA Rambo. MAGA Rambo. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen it yet, though. I saw Vinny Vinny reply to you, and then I DM'd him, and I was like, I asked him, like, all right, so tell me a little bit about the MAGA stuff. And he was telling me, I was like, that does sound like, and then I, that does sound like a MAGA movie. And then I read some of the reviews, and I was like, oh, no, man, John's, John's, (laughs) John's. Hispanic. I'm like, why is John not offended by what everyone else is? There are no. Do you know how many likes my tweet got? My tweet got almost 600 likes, 700 likes for that. Part- I don't get that many yeah, on was my it tweets. all MAGA crowd people? No, there were a lot of Latinos who commented and said the same thing. One guy commented and said, I went with my mother. We're both full-blooded Mexican people. We didn't find any offense in the movie or any MAGA bullshit in the movie. How many likes do have like an American flag next to it? I don't, like I, don't, I don't know. I don't count that. Okay, that I'm, I'm just wondering. Jesus. But there were a lot of Latinos <laughs> who commented and felt the same way in their reviews. I, I just think it's, I think it's such a bullshit argument because even when I was going back and forth with Bibiani, Bibiani said, it shows cartels. I'm like, no, it's one cartel in one part of Mexico, in one small town in Mexico, and this, it just happens to be part of the storyline. There are plenty of positive characters in the movie that are Latina. I mean, so to I mean, me, that's the frustrating part of it. Cartels do exist. Yeah, hello. They do exist, and they do terrible things to people. Oh, my God, what a shock. Like, I just, I'm, I, it's mind-blowing to me. I think it is, I, and this is my personal feeling, is I think liberal critics are going, and by the way, I'm a liberal, so kiss my ass. Liberal critics are going in with their own political agenda. They're watching the movie because they know Stallone's a Republican. He was shot with uh, President Trump at something, you know, signing the thing for Jack Johnson. And they think, oh, this is a, a MAGA movie. It's ridiculous. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It's just Stallone 
as Rambo, taking out revenge against these people it's who hurt an innocent character. Stallone as Rambo, slaughtering bad Mexicans slaughtering, trying to hop the border. Slaughtering no, villains. I'm just, I'm just kind of even villains. I don't know. I'm just kidding. They're not even trying to hop the border. I know somebody said to me, I, I thought it was a MAGA movie when, when, it, when he asked him about the, the Trump immigration policy and shot the guy when he didn't agree with him. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I missed that. That's you're right. Oh, what that, scene was that, it? Must have been the director's cut. I didn't see that one yet. I like the one about the wall, and then he shot those people. It's just, it's just such a bullshit argument, in my opinion. I think it's such a wasted no, argument. Honestly, they should put you in the campaign for the movie because yeah. you, you caping for it, and and then seeing all the other reviewers t- saying that the it's a white movie yeah. have, has made me want to go see it now. Yeah. Like I've been that, more than the, the the campaign for the movie has and stuff. Like I've seen you mm. and Vinny's tweets where I was like, okay, well now now I got to see this movie. I'll happily walk into the ring with any film critic or film reviewer and and battle about this film i have no problem with it because i think people are bringing their own liberal points of views into the movie and instilling that and it's ironic because they're the ones claiming that the film is making a political statement when in fact the reviews are making a political statement about the film and i think that's the irony of this whole situation that's my personal because i'm no maga guy and i'm no fucking uh, you know republican but a film is a film sometimes and that's just a film and people are using other rambo films that are political like first blood was about you know how we treated our vietnam war vets part two was about getting those vets out of the pow's and the and the uh lies the government tell told about pow's in vietnam uh, and the third film was about helping the bujahideen against against russia because they were they were um a bad force occupying uh that area of afghanistan the fourth film was about the Bur- the burma situation and missionaries who were stupid and went into burma and got their asses in trouble and you had to go save them this film is about the what happens when a young person is corrupted by something evil and we have to stop that evil from spreading on the planet that's what he was saying even if that evil's mexican it happens to be mexican <laughs> i, I, did I see, wonder if he killed a when, white supremacist group the liberals would be like yes this is great when you text him probably yeah, yeah and that's like well no uh, it's an well, indictment on white people they're actually evil though so whites all white supremacists are evil right that's so the difference our, you can't really compare so our cartel, cartel i don't want to get killed so i mean so it, it, i mean not every person in the cartel is a bad person. Okay. Not every person in a cartel murders. You got to cut this not, out. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> not every single person in a cartel is like a murderer. I don't know. I, 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 well, I know well, I do the, if that you, every person who's a white supremacist is a bad person. Okay. No? You don't, think there, you don't think that there might be within white supremacy some young kids that are confused because their parents that's, grew up. Yes. That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah, so if we're going to have understanding on one side, you got to have understanding on the other. Yeah. I don't disagree with you that a majority of the white supremacists are probably, probably evil people, right? But there are some people who get indoctrinated in that way of life and then come out of it and then school other people about how to walk out of that. There are a number of people who do that, who come out of prison, white supremacists realize what happened and then go back and try to school people not to become white supremacists. So, yes. uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly possible. Fair. Yeah, and Fair the cartel point. too. There's a lot of people who used to work in cartels who come out of that situation trying to get people yeah. not to join. Yes, a lot, they also forced recruit, in, a lot of young. you are forced into both. So yeah, fair. Yeah, that's all I'm um, saying. Anyway, bring it back around. It's not a MAGA movie. Anyway, go ahead. It's not, anyway, it's not a MAGA <laughs> movie. Go see Rambo. Last Blood. Uh, go have fun, goddammit. <laughs> don't go in there with your fucking liberal bullshit. Just go have fun. <laughs> Just go have uh, fun. Uh, Just go watch Rambo kill some people. Yeah. 
Right, man? Come on. When I interviewed him, all he talked about was that I just want to show the brutality that people don't show in films, that the, what really happens between uh, in violence between people who come at each other. And I wanted to expose that. And I appreciate that sentiment. That's all. Anyway, guess we'll move on. I mean, yeah, it's just like the Joker movie. It's like they're, they're both. Oh, I'm not touching that. <laughs> we'll get back to wrestling. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't seen it. So to I'm not bring it all back around, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mike and Alice baby drama story <laughs> and Ma- Maria, it's polarizing. I it understand. It is polarizing. It's very polarizing. <laughs> uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, the match itself uh, here, it was what it was. It was a quick thing to help yes. get Rusev over. I would love to see more EC3 on Please. TV. I was like pumped to see. It's funny. When they showed EC3, I went like, oh, cool. Oh, yep. he's going to lose really fast. Yep. Bummer. I had a friend text me that said, it's crazy that Vince watches the show. Or sees EC3 backstage and thinks to himself, nope, can't think of anything for that guy to do. You know, it's crazy. It's I don't mind know. blowing. I don't know what that guy did, but I would love to see him featured in a better light. Maybe a move to SmackDown would be helpful in the draft. Yeah. Or shit, NXT. I just don't know if he'd be featured as much in NXT as he would in, in, on SmackDown. I feel like in SmackDown he would. Okay. I don't know. I just it I could be exactly the same spot. It'd be nice to get him more featured either way. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, right, we'll see what happens with the Rusev. I'm sure Lana's going to kick the shit out of Maria Callis when she comes back. So that's going to be part of the story. And maybe that's it. And she'll have the baby first, right? Oh, did she have the baby already? I can't tell. I don't remember. <laughs> no, she's barely so pregnant. Lana's not going to like, beat her up. I think you got like seven more months of this real Shit. But then Lana, you better strap in, buddy. Lana can't beat her up. We haven't even up. gotten to the Angelo Dawkins oh, unfolding right, of right. things. Lana can't beat her up, though, because that's pregnant. It's a killing of a baby. You it, can't have she that. She cannot. Storyline a little too far. She cannot kill Maria yeah, Kelly's exactly. baby. Correct. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know how they're going to work all that out. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, uh, Carmella, finally. Months of predictions finally came true. Carmella. Long overdue. Wins the 24-7 championship. This was so much fun to have her finally do it. But I wonder, in my own opinion, if it's the last thing she does involved in this and moves on to, goes back to singles wrestling. I wonder. Because her winning it is kind of like will they or won't say of old sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Will they or won't they? Mm-hmm. Her finally winning it kind of closes the door on this, right? Well, and also because she's involved in the things going on with... Uh, Bailey and Sasha yes, and Charlotte yes, too yes. so I was a little confused by that but maybe like because the draft's going to come up I've been wondering this because mm-hmm. the women's tag titles yeah. and the 24-7 belt can be defended across lines yeah. but with the draft coming up they made it very clear that the shows are separate now Yeah, the shows are separate which I feel like that means 24-7 title and the women's tag titles are going to become exclusive to a certain show. Yeah, probably. I feel like the 24-7 title is going to become exclusive to Raw. Mm-hmm. The women's tag titles will become exclusive to SmackDown. Yeah, that seems right. Where are Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross right now? They're, They're Raw. Raw. Something's going to have to happen there. I, I, something's gonna, I, I, there's no way that those two are going to be able to keep crossing a stri- uh, across company lines like that with the new... Yeah. Because... Fox is Fox. They want people who are going to be on Fox to be the Fox people. Yeah. They want people who are going to be on USA to be the USA people. And and I'm sure the studio show is different because Fox Mm -hmm. Sports won Mm -hmm. and they're going to be promoting WWE as a whole. Um, But I I, I feel like I'm wondering how they're going to handle all this. Yeah. Um, Regardless of that, questions aside, so long overdue for Carmella to finally win the 24-7 title here. I also thought that as much as I love the 24-7 title, it was starting to become a little repetitive. Yes, it was. It was starting to be, 
I, I don't want it almost felt like they were starting to run out of ideas almost. Yeah, because everyone's getting pinned so quickly, there was no drama to it. And I also think that they were only they were so reliant on our truth mm. that I liked initially that it was like our truth had it for a few weeks. Then Jinder Mahal had it for a few weeks. Right, then right. Then Drake had it for a few weeks. And it was almost like they were giving different comedic wrestlers time to shine to yeah. see what they could do. But then it just like always defaulted back to our truth, which isn't right. bad because our truth has been he has been great, incredibly it. entertaining with it. But I yeah. do think that they were starting to kind of like run out of steam a little bit. Like yeah. even the Drake Maverick stuff, as funny as it was, the fact that they never finished that consummation storyline, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it started to kind of become just like, well, this is. Okay, we get it. Yeah. You know, like, either have him consummate the marriage or not. Like, yeah. it was, he was talking about it for two true. months now or That's whatever. True. So, um, I liked that this, like, big train of people who we've had chasing the 24 7 title yeah. all around finally, like, like, wait, just stop. <laughs> stop. We've been doing this forever. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And they all, like, look and, like, they, they sat there and then she pins, she wins. One great moment that Carmella wins. Absolutely. Finally, it needed to happen. Two, I love that good friend R Truth is not angry, doesn't try to pin her back. Yeah. Instead, he raises her arm by a good friend and runs her out of there like she's been doing to him the past few months. Yeah. Like that. Uh, three, I liked that. <laughs> I almost, you felt like that song. Um, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> like when, when, when the 24-7 title was now on a woman and it was being run out and the, like all the 24-7 title guys realized that like they had nothing to do on the show now. Like that was the song. And then the ladies all came running out yeah. and chase her or whatever. And the guys just stood there with like alone in their sadness. I thought it was not, brilliant. Not sure what to do now. I loved it. Because yeah. you could just, I, I heard the, that song, The Sound of Silence, playing in my head as they're all just like Drake Maverick is sitting I'm gonna cut I'm gonna make an edit to that after but okay. then just <laughs> them just sitting there in silence watching uh, their hands like what am I gonna do yeah great idea also I feel like similar to the men there's a lot of women who are comedic that will have oh, yeah. fun with the 24-7 title sure. I know you don't like them but the Iconics you know that now Carmella has it yeah. the Iconics are gonna be great with the, with the 24-7 title when they eventually win it here's what I'm gonna tell you I'm excited for this. Yeah, uh, and this is no lie, and people know who've watched or listened to me do these recaps long enough. I can change my mind about people. I went into a wormhole a few days ago when I was in London because I was like having jet lag like crazy. I just got back on Sunday. I had fucking jet lag crazy. Sorry, uh, Scott Stan. Uh, but I was watching some NXT old NXT because were, people were like celebrating 20 years or whatever or yeah. however long it's been not 20 years I'm sorry for, uh, however long it's been is the anniversary or whatever yeah um, and people and some people posted some old match of uh, Peyton Royce and so I went in on the network into the wormhole to watch her matches in NXT and people who've been pushing me to watch her matches in NXT you were right she can wrestle yep. when given the opportunity so here's my thing I think now, you just mentioned what you said, Nikki Cross and Alexa. I think you turn the Iconics face, and I think you give them the belts, and you let them wrestle to the full potential, and they will get over like gangbusters. And I will become one of their biggest fans. Let them wrestle. Turn them face. They can, they're pretty damn good at what they do, and they're great on the mic. So they can jump from brand to brand, and it works. So I would like you to say three words. Four words, actually. AJ, there's, there's five words I need you to say. That's Armageddon reference. Anyway, go ahead. Yes? Ryan, <laughs> you nope. were right. 
Ryan, you had a point. <laughs> I'll take that's that. What that's, I'll that's, say. A, that's a good, that's that's a good consolation. I'll take that. Uh, I'll go to that point. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see uh, uh, the Iconics. Win Let the, them the, wrestle. Totally. But they are hilarious. Yes. And I would love to see them with the 24-7 title. And, like, because they're working together with it, yeah. it'll be really hard to pin them because the other one is right yeah. there. Yeah. And you get so many of Billy doing the, like, you got to be joking me and right, all that right. kind of stuff. I'm ready for it. They need to do more of the Iconics. So them. uh, There's also, uh, you know, I'm sure Dana Brooke will get it at some point. I'm sure. sure. Alicia Fox should get it. Uh, I I don't know what her status is right now. Okay. Um, But there's a lot of women who who could have some fun. She would have been fun with the title if she was wrestling right now. I don't know if she is. Natty would be fun with it. All of them. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Totally. Absolutely. Uh, a plot even of women. Lacey Evans for a minute. Oh, Lacey would be great. Could be fun. Let's so, just don't give her a speeding ticket. <laughs> How funny was all? Well, I was going to bring that, that up great. when we get to her match because okay, okay, okay. I love all that. That was great. Um, but yeah, so I think this is a great decision. Mm-hmm. I think this kind of breathes some new life into the 24-7 title. Don't disagree with you. All right, Sasha Banks and Nikki Cross go at it here uh, in this uh, match that prepares both of them for their upcoming matches. Um, I thought this was good. Uh, Sasha's doing her thing. Nikki doing her thing. Uh, it was not... Uh, a spectacular match, but I thought, but I enjoyed it. They gave a lot of time. They did. It was a long match. I think that's maybe why some people were a little like felt like it didn't didn't quite meet the expectation they would have had mm-hmm. for a long match between those two. Uh, however, it was still good. Yeah, it was a good match. It was entertaining between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and and ultimately, I'm glad that. They had a long match where Sasha went over finally. Yes. I mean, she kind of needed it. Yeah, she'd been, you know, she's been doing this thing since she came back, which people are really into. But she also, I mean, at a certain point, wins and losses do matter. And if you're coming yes. back and you're this renewed vibe, but you keep losing in different ways, even if it's DQ or whatever, at a certain right. point, you got to win some matches too in order for people to really get behind this. And yeah. like you said, if it's about everyone being at their top game, the two competitors being at the top of their game. Um, I think that having this competitive match with with Nikki Cross um, showed she can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, made her look like a badass when she started beating her up after already winning and then beating up Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked all that. I did think it was a good match. Yeah, I thought too. Too. I, my, my thing is Nikki's. You, the more time you give her, unfortunately, you can expose some things in Nikki when you're watching. And I think that's going to be something that I hope they're giving her this time so that she can watch this tape and be like, okay, I can change that. I can fix that. I can tighten that up because she has all the potential in the world. She's still a young wrestler. People need to remember that. But like, you know, the, the thing with the knee, she was over it that quick. That is like 80 shit. You know, nowadays they, people work through the injury through the match to make it believable. There are emotional beats you run through with that kind of stuff. They all do it. And you got to learn how to do it as you watch people do it and watch yourself do it so it's believable for fans who are watching the Bailey thing was weird though wasn't it like she didn't get a chance to get back into the situation yeah, it was. So that was a little strange but I think they just want to give Nikki a little more time to shine and you're right they had to put Sasha over with a victory but I think Nikki everyone knows what Sasha is everyone knows what Bailey is Nikki is the X factor here they're trying to get a little more time and with. also you have to remember too that Nikki was wrestling a little bit different of a style when yeah, she that's was very the true. other version of her character she yes. was able to kind of like go from her normal wrestling self to kind of like manic like blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, crazy and it's a little different with this new character and I think she's still figuring that out yeah and that's going to come in time definitely definitely all right Ember Moon you mentioned this match Ember Moon versus Lacey Evans let's talk about it I, that Canada stuff was crazy I was oh, uh, yeah. so I I went to a party on Saturday night and I was busy getting her a fancy party so I had to like get ready get nice mm-hmm. so I wasn't I wasn't really paying attention to things on on Saturday um, and then Sunday I was like bullet out so Monday, when I got back to my computer to start doing things, 
I saw that Lacey Evans statement and I was like, what is, what's everyone talking about? Like, you know, <laughs> and I went and watched the video and I was, and my girlfriend was live and she was like, I watched this over the weekend. It's hilarious. Why were people making such a big deal about it? I was like, I don't know. Canada was really mad about this apparently. Yeah. Um, it was so clearly not a thing that she did for real. Yeah. Lacey Evans is a former in the military. Yeah. Like she's like, I'm, like so respectful of law enforcement, I, never in a million years would I've ever thought that she would have done that. Also, if she had, there's no chance in a million years that the officer would have been that cool about the oh, situation. Oh yeah, totally. Like I get it. One time, my stepmom said to me, "Like Ryan, I'm a middle-aged white woman. I would not be arrested for doing that." And, and to a certain degree. She's not wrong. Yeah. You know, she was doing anything crazy, but I was like, you shouldn't do that with driving. She's like, Ryan, I'm not going to get arrested. You know, like I, you know, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But I don't think Lacey Evans feels that way, that, that she can cut her promo yeah. on uh, a police officer yeah, as he walks her car on camera, yeah, yeah, right. especially with the way the internet is these days where people post things that police officers do all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, it's ridiculous that anyone mm. took it that seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, so from the reports that came out afterwards... And also, for those of you who didn't see it, maybe, oh. um, there's Lacey Evans tweeted a video in Edmonton where she got there, and it's a cop giving her a speeding ticket. And basically, she's just doing the whole, like, do you know who I am? You're nasty. Like, I ain't going to pay that. Like, uh, and all that kind of thing. And he's like, well, no, I don't know who you are. And yes, you are going to pay this. And she's like, how dare you? You're nasty. And doing, like, her whole thing, you know. And is that a good Lacey Evans? That's a good Lacey yeah, Evans. Yeah. And, uh, and so... Uh, it's a sassy Lacey Evans. <laughs> and and then, then, like, local news did a story about how it was a legit traffic stop. So people thought the whole thing was legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what happened is, is that the whole thing was not legit. It was just the part that, like, she got a traffic ticket, and then she asked the cop politely yeah. after getting the traffic ticket if she could film this thing because she's a professional wrestler and thought it would be funny. Mm -hmm. And he said yes, and they filmed it of him handing the ticket to her again. Right. Um, but then she had to release a statement apologizing, which, honestly, I wish she hadn't. Yeah? I wish she hadn't put okay. that statement out. Because, like... Well, I mean, you... She had to. Did she? Yes, man, because of the reaction. People didn't get it. But, like... If, but that's... Cause, and okay, cause, look at... Okay, cause other, other, okay. As someone who has now worked in news for 10 years... Okay. Uh, there's one thing I've learned. What's that? They're going to talk about something else the second it happens. Right, of course. And they are done with talking about you. Yes. If she had just not said anything for a week, mm -hmm. she would have been the biggest heel in Canada... And nobody would have cared. Like, and, and nobody would have talked about the thing again. She wouldn't have been looked at as someone who's negative towards law enforcement. Right. I, that's so I look at it. And then she could have done an interview in 10 years. She was like, no, it was like on camera. Like, yeah, but I think, uh, uh, first of all, she's a woman. So men are more inclined, unfortunately, to say negative things to someone like this. Second of all, it was a military. It was a, against a cop or a policeman. And so people, it's a very highly charged time now about you mentioned the so i think what her pr team my wwe probably said to her was okay we didn't expect people to actually believe this and not see it as a kayfabe situation this is uh this is uh dangerous for us this could be dangerous for you because who knows uh where she could be at any moment and a cop who saw that video and doesn't know or a policeman does that and doesn't know that it's wrestling or blah blah, blah could treat her in a negative way and or people who are uh, fans of the police could confront her in a, in, a, in a public place and say negative things to her. So I, I think it's the smarter move to do it. I get your point. Well, I was going to say, I, you know, as also as someone who's covered news for 10 years, yeah. I know that 
a lot of people don't read things. Yes. And so I don't know if I believe that her putting that statement out tempers the flames of people who were angry. Like, you I, hope I, the same people who carried the video will carry the statement. You hope. Yes. But I don't know if I think that people who were... There's one thing I've noticed. People don't care about the follow-up. Yeah. They're like, they were angry about the thing, and they don't care about what the actual truth was. They were like, no, right. no, no, we just want to be angry at the person for right. a day. Right. People just want to be angry on the internet. It's true. They just want a place to vent. Twitter has become the comment section, mm-hmm. and so people just want to be angry. Yeah. Like, and so, I don't know. I felt like I get why she did it. I right. understand. Right. I just feel like she could have been super heel if she had just like kept on with it and 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 i don't think it would have caused anyone in wwe or her additional problems. yeah and i think another well possibly but i don't think another thing is if she was like stone cold level of famous then i think it wouldn't be an issue right but because lacy's still building people don't know her as well as they would know that's why it's great because she's like this american girl yeah, and maybe this sassy, sassy southern sure, girl sure. who mouthed off to the canadian royal yeah. mountie police or whatever i love that and maybe another person uh would be okay with writing it maybe. out but maybe Lacey, because she has such respect being a former military person for these institutions that serve and protect didn't want to send the wrong message so. let's be honest if she's yeah. going to apologize to canada for anything <laughs> oh here we go it should be for that terrible sharpshooter she oh, did in this yeah, match. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, obviously it was done so that Natty could say some crap in the back. Don't you think? I don't. Because Natty I, had that on cue. I don't know if that was intentional. Okay. Because I, I, if it was, great. I feel like I'm, it was intentional. If it was intentional, I apologize. I'm sorry. Because it definitely looked like someone doing the sharpshooter who had never seen someone do a sharpshooter before. She has put on the sharpshooter before. Uh, Lacey did. I just what it looked like this on time. Natty, I she think. fell while doing yeah, I it. I know, I know. I mean, people give the rock crap for his sharpshooter and the Miz crap for his figure four. This was rough. And I'm a Lacey Evans fan. Yeah. And I said to my girlfriend, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh man, dude, I defend Lacey so much. And then she falls while doing a sharpshooter. Like, people do the sharpshooter to their little brother and their older brother and stuff while they're wiggling around trying to stop them. Yeah. And don't fall. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just right. saying. Wow. Uh, but I do. I did. Actually, sharpshooter aside, because yeah. it worked for the joke, uh, I did enjoy this match. Yeah, I enjoyed the match. I still feel the same way where they're putting Lacey in these kind of like matches with people who I don't understand where they are in their own character yeah. right now. So it's a little confusing, which a la Ember yeah. Moon. Yeah. But I will say Ember Moon did some cool stuff in this match. She does it every match. That's the problem. The commentators were all saying, she's looking for redemption. She's on her way back. Blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> and then she lost. So it's like, I never understand why the WWE does that. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about, that's more burying than what they're doing to Cedric Alexander. Agreed. Because people elevate. Maybe not intentional, but I agree. Right, like, I don't think it's intentionally burying, but yes, I it agree. It happens all the time. The commentators, and the commentators are getting the cues from the back about what to talk about. Yes. Not word for word, uh, mostly, but they do get in the back to talk about it. But they were all talking about uh, Ember and her redemption because she obviously smacked that Shinano Raw and she was doing this thing and, and she ends up losing and losing in a clumsy way. You're just like, well, this is just this is legitimately burying. And this is the things that we've complained about. Naomi, her. Like, I, I, it's frustrating to watch them being misused even under the new regime. Fair. No, that's a fair yeah. point. And I, it's tough because I don't know. I uh, 
It's, there's only so many people you can retool at a time. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I agree. You know? But there's nothing to retool about Ember. I think there's it's a lot to retool about Ember. let her fight. Mm, I think similar to AOP, she needs to, like, go away for a few months. Yeah? And then have okay. some, like, cool vignettes that, like, promote her return or something. Okay. And she got interested. She was gone for a little bit. I she think was. She, she needs the AOP treatment where they figure out what they want her character to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was called up in a draft or a shakeup or whatever because she was the top person, top female NXT at the time. They... That was just the natural progression of things, and yeah. she has kind of been lost since. I could, I do think that she is someone who would be best served with a little bit of a going away here. And I'm hoping that's maybe yeah. what they're doing with Naomi. Okay, is they don't they just they're letting you get out of sight, out of yep. mind, yep, yep, and yep. then giving her some big return because I'm wondering where the hell she is right now. Yeah, um, I don't know if she's injured. I, I gotta look into that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that move that they did. There was one sequence particular in this match where Lacey dumped. Uh, I think it was like Lacey dumped Ember out of the ma- out of the ring, and then she jumped out. But then she there was that thing where Ember was like oh, yeah, hanging yeah. by her feet, and then she came up, lifted herself up, grabbed the stunner, yeah. and then f- did the uh, the stunner to the outside of the ring. Looked awesome. It did. It looked really really cool. Um, and Lacey obviously is the right one to go over here. I mean, but uh, that. Sharpshooter. Yeah, that was rough to watch. Uh, something that wasn't rough to watch, though, was Firefly Funhouse. That's next. Finally, we get we, to we talked about that one already. Yeah, okay, so we talked about it already. Right. Fine. Is yeah. there more you wanted to no, add to that? No, no, there's more. It was just good. It was great. It was good because like, I think in the last two weeks haven't been as strong. This one was definitely mm-hmm. strong again. This idea. Do you think there's any, any possibility that this is a family thing? Like, Rotunda or any? Do you think is this, they would work that in in any way, shape, or form? I guess in Bo Dallas, is there? It would not surprise me to see down the line because of what I've been talking about with um, how I feel like the Wyatt family leaving him played into all of this. Right. It doesn't seem out of the question for me to think that he's building a new family maybe and that's what all these puppets are. There are other people that are going to be, and one by one we get the real manifestation of them or something. I don't know. But Ramon Larabic could be Bo Dallas. The Vulture could be her, his dad. It's all there. I mean, there, there are pieces there. It could. Just saying. Um, and I like that we have a new blank picture on the wall. Yeah. I love the little things he's sprinkling in like that. Good stuff. It shows you he's paying attention. And you know, as a TV producer, like those are the things that people notice. They're subtle, but they're evident. And that's going to keep you thinking, oh, this guy is, he cares about what I think as well by putting this kind of effort into it, which you respect. I also feel like see you in hell is a cooler catchphrase than yowie wowie. Yeah. When he does that see you in hell thing, I laugh every time when he like stares at the camera and he's like real serious and then he gets all, see you in hell. (laughs) Like when he does that, I laugh every time. It's so good the way he does it. I don't disagree with you. I also, wait, we didn't mention, um, it's very subtle, so it doesn't worthy of a ton of discussion. Sure, sure. I also loved how at the beginning of the show this week when they were doing the whole dun 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 don't disagree with you. Uh, well, something good that happened is Chad Gable and Baron Corn go at it again. This was, once again, I think this is what you do. You go, oh, wow, they really tore down the house. Let's do another rematch. 
This time, we make it so it's a DQ. The other guy wins, so he doesn't have a legitimate victory in terms of a pinfall, but certainly gets the victory, and both of them uh, 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 go over big time. I love, I'm love. i so shocked at the redemption of Corbin. It's incredible to see this. Gable, I've come around. I admitted last week on the show that you know the, the fans are definitely behind this guy now. We'll see how long it lasts and how they book him, but certainly in this situation, this is a good, these guys have good chemistry in the ring. They really do. Yeah, yeah. They have great chemistry in the ring together. Yep. I think that um, Chad Gable, like he had that crowd in the palm of his hand. Like they thought that he was about to win. Yes. Everyone was into it. Um, when he beats Corbin, he's going to get such a big reaction. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be great. Um, the match itself, though, they like you said, they, they, these two kill it in the ring together. They they they're um, they're both elevating each other, which is awesome. That's good to see. And and you wouldn't normally say, oh, Corbin and Gable, totally, this is going to work like crazy. You never know. Yep. No, absolutely. And I think that. Um, okay. Oh, did they text you saying we got? Yeah, anything? I think we saw. Uh, we still got two more things to talk about. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Isn't there nothing in here at 12.30? Yeah, nothing in here at 12.30. Uh, calm down. Uh, but I, I also like that they, that they didn't give away the fact that Corbin was going to be the king by showing what the outfit looked like. Because if you had seen yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, that cape, and, and you would have known it was going to be Corbin. Um, so I like they had Chad demolish it last week. So it, in essence, gave, him, gave um, Corbin a reason to have like his own right. uh, fancy custom king outfit that looks like he's from game of thrones which is such a corbin thing because he likes like you know taxidermy and stuff like that so i, I like that his was like more to him and honestly i like the whole presentation i usually hate remixed versions of themes yeah, sure, sure. but his stuff with the like regal stuff going on in it and his whole look i kind of liked it yep i'm not gonna I, I liked when he was calling himself the constable so this is kind of like the constable has now been promoted to king, and I like yeah. it. This is my favorite version of Corbin so far. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would agree with that. Yeah, and Gable, I'm coming around on Gable. I'm, I'm enjoying watching his matches. Certainly, we'll see. My problem with Gable has always been the booking. It's never been necessarily his talent. It's been the booking. So we'll see how he t- uh, maybe, you know, like you said, just need the right people to come along, and then, boom, it can elevate you out of where you were before. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next thing, and that is uh, uh, the Fatal 5-Way number one contenders match here. Uh, this was, I don't know, I, 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 the result was good, but... A bit kind of lame in the buildup, in my opinion. Okay. And, and I just like how you said it was a bit good with a question mark, yeah. like you weren't sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice that Ray wins, but like, because we've been like, oh, he was going to retire. So, it's, so basically, it was all trumped up. And, well, and it was just I, like, I look at it differently. I think it's more so because tom- next week is when WWE debuts on, on Fox. Right. So USA does not want to look like the lesser child. Yeah, true. Uh, the lesser show. They do not want to become the B show. They would like to continue Robbie in the A show. So they're like, okay, well, on SmackDown, yeah. they're doing Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. On the premiere of Raw, uh, we have to do something that's just as big. So we're also going to have Brock Lesnar yeah. on our show. Not wrestling, we're also going to have We're also going to have a title match where it's one of the top guys right now who's champion versus a legend of, of you know, yeah. of the ring. And so um, I, I, I see why they are doing it. They mm-hmm. want to have, like, they want to have a, they, they want to make sure the main event of Raw does not um, fall out of the conversation next week when yeah. next week we have Raw, which is going to have that, then we're going to have the, tab- the debut of AEW going head-to-head yep. against NXT and SmackDown Fox and a blue carpet show before the premiere right. of Fox where they're going to have, like, celebrities showing up and stuff. So, like, 
by Friday, a lot's going to have happened. And so you want to make sure that I'm sure USA was like, you better have a banger as a main event to stand with right. this big week of wrestling now. And so Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins is a match we haven't really seen in a while and uh-huh. is a banger. Like, yeah. that will be a banger. Like, Rey Mysterio has, has found new life in the ring. Yeah. And I, I feel like they're going to put them in, like, one of those long, like, 40-minute matches where, like, mm-hmm. th- they tell these two guys, like, you guys go steal the show. Yeah. Go do it. And I bet you they will. Yeah, probably true. And I'm into that idea. Okay. All right. Uh, well, this is a Ray beating uh, Nakamura and Robert Roode and uh, AJ and uh, Ricochet. So uh, it was a good match. I mean, I didn't, Fun no, match. Compl- no complaints. Certainly no complaints. It was the, the, the match itself just in the end. Something that made me laugh was when we had the little mini fortune reunion between <laughs> Robert Roode and AJ Styles. They kind of came face to face. And the crowd chanted TNA. Yeah. Which is, it's funny that, like... I had to train myself to stop saying TNA mm-hmm. and to only say Impact Wrestling so I don't call it TNA anymore. But it's funny that the majority still views those guys as TNA yeah. guys, yeah. you know? Um, so it was fun to hear a TNA chant when the two of them came face-to-face for a second. That was, that was cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Fortune was, Fortune was fun. I, when I posted that picture, it was yeah, Frankie Kazarian, yep. James Storm, Bobby Roode, yep. AJ Styles, and Ric Flair. Yeah. Wild, wild group there. I, I loved Fortune. Wasn't the, the British dude in I was going to say, and I think later Desmond Wolf joined as yeah, well. He yeah, did. Nigel McGuinness. Because I remember that that was one of my favorite back and forths was Jay Lethal and Flair when Jay did Flair. Holy crap. That, yeah, I, I classic still, promo. I still go back and watch those eight to nine minutes because Jay was so, so good at that. Yeah. And it, it's just, I've never seen anyone imitate Flair like movement, but voice it's perfect was at it. spot on yeah. and Flair's reaction and when Jay pulled out that old line that Flair hadn't used in a while, and Flair was like, that's my line! That's my line! Like, the legitimate surprise and respect and joy he felt at Jay pulling out that old line was genius. Yeah, so, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't watched that promo ever, go watch it. Jay Lethal versus Ric Flair of Fortune uh, at TNA. It's incredible. And probably my favorite time here in Impact. Yeah, TNA, agreed. I guess. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I would agree with you a thousand percent on that. Alright, Seth Rollins versus Strowman finally happens here to end the night. This was the rematch uh, that was promised. Uh, but this ended up being a no contest. Good match, though. Um, but what does the no contest do? I think it was the right, I think it was the right call. I think yeah. what it does is it helps set up Braun to be in the cell, like you were saying earlier yeah. in the show. I think okay, it sets so, up if okay. you know he didn't lose again. He was getting a title match. The Fiend messed it up. Yeah. Throw him in the cell with the Fiend and Seth Rollins and let him go go to town. I feel like they might be going in that direction. Okay. I don't have inside intel, but also it makes sense to why they said that initial announcement. Now was yeah. like kind of ambiguous but it mentioned Seth and Braun in the in the cage with the fiend right right um when it was spoiled via Twitter or whatever so um I feel like that's maybe where they're gonna go with it here and honest man everything they're doing with the fiend is it's just like it's just yeah. like perfect right now in my opinion okay. I mean his presentation is so cool um you were waiting for him to yeah. I imagine you were waiting for it to happen yeah I was I was waiting for it to happen ah oh, the fiend's coming in here he's he's getting one of them I feel like next week he's getting Hogan Hogan Shut your mouth. You don't think so? Hell no. He can't do it to Flair. He's got to do it to Hogan. Flair's the one who always gets it done. That's why he can't do it to Flair. Loses its value. How dare you? If the Fiend shows up while Hulk Hogan's in the middle of a Miz TV and he he busts the mandible claw on him, come on. Come on. No. No. Yeah, it's going to happen. You don't do that to the Hulkster. No offense. You don't do that to the Hulkster. Let him in. You know something, brother? No, I don't want to see it. No, how dare you? Yeah, but no, they'll probably make him do it. I think he's going to do it. I think that's where they're going with it. Maybe Flair, but they, oh, if they had balls, they'd have him do it to Hogan. 
That's what I really want. I really want, you know, they've done all of them in the ring. They haven't had the Fiend attack anyone backstage yet. Yeah, true. I would like them to do a thing where, like, you think it's going to happen during Miz TV. Like, you're waiting for it to happen during Miz TV. It doesn't. And then there's some sort of, like, backstage segment with Hulk Hogan later in the show or something. Or even just, like, where he's in his... I don't know. We're like... Yeah, he could be back in his dressing room. Back in his dressing room reading. And the lights start... That's what I... And, like, in the mirror, you see the Fiend show up behind Hulk Hogan or whatever... Um, you don't even need to show what he does to him. You just have Seth run back after to go help Hulk or something, but that would be epic. Uh, that yeah, would be epic. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That, that would be cool. Um, so, yeah, I like it. And, man, I just, yeah, I, I, the stuff with The Fiend is so cool right now. I mean, yeah. the look on Seth's face in horror, um, yeah. him having to put the mandible claw t- on, on Braun twice. Yep. Um, Which is good. Twice. Yeah. That means Braun, if anyone can fight back against The Fiend, that lays the groundwork that Braun can. Yes. Yeah. I thought I, I, that's kind of why earlier yeah. in the show when I said that that I think maybe they're going to go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they shuffled. Mm. They, they put Seth on SmackDown. I don't know if they're. Go- I don't have any inside intel as a guest. They send Seth to SmackDown in the draft, and they do more focus on like Wyatt family. Yeah, I, I hear you, but I just don't see that that's happening. And I tell you why. The two things. One, I think Seth doesn't go on this, uh, re, uh, you know, waving the WWE flag thing if they're going to push him on SmackDown. SmackDown's going to become the new A show. I. I it is. Okay. I get it, but people mentally, you're going to have to change people's minds. So, okay, maybe, maybe as I discuss that's it. That's how you help you. change people's yeah, minds. Yeah, as I discuss it with you, I, I kind of see the logic. <laughs> of, all right. All right I, I, yeah, all right. All right. I just don't I, don't, I don't know if I see Fiend and Strowman leading Raw, but, uh, but, but it's certainly you gotta possible. Forget, you got to remember, I mean, we got Heyman there now. Yeah, true. And if there's anyone I feel like can. Finesse that storyline yeah. for a good few months. It's Heyman. For I have God faith sakes. in that. Heyman, will you save EC3 for God's sakes? All right. Anyway, all right, that's our raw recap here on Pro Wrestling Street. Thank you so much for watching or listening to us. Ryan, where can they watch, listen, and read everything you do? We do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos that we do. Ron, SmackDown, Recaps, Wrestling Sheet Radio. Any interviews that I do as well, you can find them all there. Make sure you like the videos while you're there. Make sure you subscribe, comment, do all that kind of stuff. It helps out a lot. Don't be a dick and dislike it. Just be a very <laughs> nice person and like it. That's that's all you got to do. It helps. It, it looks good, I hear. So please do that. Uh, but also, if you just want to listen while you're driving, working out, cooking, making love, doing whatever. Making love. Search on your favorite podcast platform for Wrestling Sheet Radio and subscribe there. If you're making love, I hope you're enjoying it right now. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's, that's Ryan Satton. Follow him at Ryan Satton. Follow me at The Roka Says. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap. The last one we're going to do, I guess, right? When's this, when's this uh, thing drop? God, you're right. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out a new schedule yeah. very soon. Don't yeah. worry. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll just, yeah, you're right, though. Yes. For a little bit, it'll probably uh, be the last SmackDown recap for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we do. So, all right. Come and join us for our last one. We'll have big party favors. Probably not. All right. Take care, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure everyone in Clyde is going to be so bummed that we're going to have to. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20.
When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.